Hello and welcome to the observation sessions where I will be looking at things that have happened in the realm of my life and maybe in the news and discussing them and giving them my thoughts. Right, so um, one thing that we've got is this, um, I think Airwick made them. These, um, these phlegmatic um, things that spray out um, kind of air freshener scents every so often. Um, my mum had one, you know, it was in the, um, in the living room, kind of uh, spraying out this uh, lavender scent every, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. I thought, well, that's quite nice. That's quite nice. Um, you know, sitting down in the living room enjoying the smell. Oh, yeah, that's alright. It's kind of, um, if you've got one, you know it kind of like makes a hissing sound every so often, so you know it's there. So it was like, um, yeah, yeah, no, no, enjoy this, it's alright. Live with this. It then kind of um, replaces, and uh, how our house is set out is that we've got the living room, obviously, well, at the front of the house. May not, may not be obvious, because uh, some people might have their uh, living room at the back of the house. Um, but we kind of got the living room and then the through to the dining area um, and at the back of my dining room is uh, my bedroom uh, used to be a bungalow you see so I've got, I've got the back room um, but it's this freshmatic it kind of um, got strategically placed in different areas of the room I remember was trying to test out where best the effect would be and, you know, so she placed it near the uh, in the window, no, she wasn't happy with that. She then, uh, you know, put it on the sideboard. No, 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 that moved. And over to the dining room. No, no. and then uh, it kind of disappeared. And I thought, oh, well, you know, where's that smell gone? Kind of enjoyed that. You know, so it was about a week or so. I thought, oh, you know, forget about it. And then I saw it at the bottom of the stairs, and I thought. Hold on, what, why is it doing at the bottom of the stairs, which is, you know, kind of um, in front of my my bedroom door? Um, and uh, didn't think anything by it. I thought, well, no one sits there really, and there's no need for um, an air freshener to, to be there as such. Well, I didn't think anything of it, and then, you know, another week passed, and it moved from the, moved from the stairs. So, where's it gone? I just you know, looked, looked around in the living room, not there. Um, I just, just didn't know. So uh, I just left it, so another week passed. Uh, I was uh, laying in bed, it was about 11 o'clock at night, and uh, you know, kind of drifted off you know, into a sleep, and uh, I heard this hissing sound. It went, I was, what is that? kind of, you know, made me jump, because when there's a sound that you don't really um, expect, it uh, kind of takes you off guard. Oh, shut up, like, shut up, and I thought, what's that sound? And then this smell came. Smell a bit like, smell like lavender. I thought, oh, I've smelled that smell before, like, but where? And then it dawned on me, the freshmatic spray had made it into my room somehow and I, I don't know I didn't put it there 
So I come out, my mum was still awake. I said to her, why, how did the Freshmatic make it into my room? And she just turned around to me and said, well, you're a smelly bastard. But I didn't want to tell you to your face, so I am. Um, I put it in your room to mask your smell. You know, that's not the uh, the first time my mum's tried to, you know, get rid of scents from my room. And she thinks they're, they're there, but uh, you know, I don't think I smell that much, you know. Not really. I wash every day. So, well, how bad can it be? But, um, you know, she's quite, I don't know how to explain it. She, you know, 30 years old now, and I, I, I like to think that I can think for myself. Um... But she, you know, she'll she'll bother in my room. Obviously, it would be like I don't know nine o'clock, and she'll just, she'll just come in and say, "Right, lazy bastard, get up!" And and before I can blink and like kind of come through to the world, my curtains are drawn, the window is open. She aims straight for the window because she says, I've "Got to get rid of your smell." Well, what smell? She's not very. She's not very tactful. Well, to be fair, the um, the freshmatic thing was the most tactful um, approach I've seen from her for a while. It was quite, you know, strategic. She's one of these um, parents that, no matter how old I am, she'll still look at me as, you know, her little boy, as if, you know, I'm still five years old and. You know, which is probably the approach that a lot of parents take, and you know, she is lover to bits, but she does do some really weird things. The other night, uh, you know, I was just getting over a cold and had a bit of a uh, had a bit of a tickly cough. So, you know, I've been I was on lem sips, and you know, they got rid of the cold symptoms, but the cough is the one that for me lingers, and it's probably the most frustrating one. So. It's a bit of a dry cough, you know. Got the dry cough medicine, having that, you know, on on the Monday. You know, I was up to about two o'clock in the morning coughing. It was like really irritating. Couldn't go to sleep. The Tuesday, you know, not much better. And then the uh, the Wednesday came, and it was about it was about nine o'clock at night, and you know, I just literally had the cough medicine to try and kick in and set in before going to bed to try and get a good night's sleep. And I heard, I heard my mum rummaging around in the uh, in the bathroom, you know, in the, in the little cabinet we got for medicines. I thought, okay, looking for something. I went into my room, you know, tried to settle down. Next thing I know, my door opens and my mum stood there with a pot of vapour rub. And comes to attack me, comes to attack my throat with this vapor rub. Now I think she must forget that I'm 30 years old and I'm quite capable of getting vapor rub. Okay, I hadn't thought about it, but she could have, you know, suggested, you know, put some vapor rub on your on your you know, on your neck and chest, help you breathe a bit better. No, I'm I'm completely, you know, incapable of applying some some vapour rubbed to my chest and uh, neck. So she attacked me with it. What was going on? 
just tell me to apply it. Tell me to put it on and, you know, everything will be fine. 30 years old. Don't need to have vapor rub applied to my chest. Those words didn't, you know, kind of register with her. She still, she still went for it. A bit weird. But, <laughs> what can you do? That's Mother's Day. So we've just had uh, had Christmas. Now I might just be, you know, as I say, I'm 30 years old and Christmas isn't what it used to be anymore. You know, you you wake up as you know a kid, get told all those stories. Well, yeah, all those stories about you know Santa's coming down the chimney. Your parents make the effort to make it magical and you believe it. No, but when you grow up, it's just lies. I used to get told off a lot by my parents for lying. They did the same. Christmas. Easter. You, apparently you get a bunny hop around your house. Tooth fairy. No, I lost a tooth. About five years ago. Um, through a box, boxing. Through a boxing incident. Uh, you know, kind of got hit out when I was sparring. Tooth fairy didn't visit me. You know, I was quite looking forward to my 50p under the pillow. No. You know, all these things are just designed to make children excited. You don't need to lie to children to make them excited. Give me numbers. Cheap them and it won't scar them for life. Unless they're allergic to numbers. But Christmas, Christmas, so... I've not really been in the Christmas spirit for the last kind of 10 years. You know, some people might think, oh, that's a little bit sad, it's a bit sad, but to be honest, you know, we haven't got any any children in the family, which is what Christmas is about. Um, you know, at the moment, it's just me, my mum and brother. So we don't, I don't know, there's, there's never been much of an effort since, uh, you know, turning into an adult and the introduction of of the yearly uh, socking fest that I tend to receive at, uh, at Christmas. At the moment, Christmas has become a excuse. I used to be, you know, quite fit. I go to the gym a lot. As I say, do boxing. Used to play football. But when the winter months draw in, you kind of hibernate, don't you, and eat a bit more. So I tend to replace the I with the A, become a bit fatter. And then, you know, in the new year, kind of go to run it off. Um. But staying on Christmas, obviously, Christmas message, the, the birth of Christ, and all of that, and it's something that's not, if you were to ask a five-year-old child, or six-year-old, or any child, what Christmas is about, I bet you 90% of the answers you will get is, well, I'll get presents. And it's a little bit uh, kind of sad that uh, the, the true message of Christmas isn't really portrayed anymore and children don't know about it. So we, um, so Christmas really for me is an excuse to do nothing really for two days. This Christmas, what I did, Christmas morning woke up and switched on my PS4 for quality. I've got no kind of responsibilities on Christmas day. My mum, has done the cooking for years, she's happy, she knows 
you know, she'd get stuck in. Six o'clock in the morning, she was up being sprouts. Offered her help. She gave the look as if this is my department, so you're not going to help me. Okay, so, you know, the house was nice and clean, so Xbox time, brilliant. I think I spent on Christmas Day about 12 hours on GTA 5. We had a nice, you know, nice dinner. I'm not, not, not a big fan of turkey. No. We had, we had beef. Prefer that. Very nice. Um. And then Boxing Day. Boxing Day is more or less the same, but you eat, you know, all your leftovers. Do you like beef? You know, stick it in a bit of bread, a bit of sandwich. You know. Very nice and. Uh, Boxing Day was kind of the same, you know, getting over the disappointment of getting socks and what else did I get? Socks. I also got body washes like Lynx and Dove Men Care. Like I can't buy them myself. So there's not a lot of thought that goes into presents. You know, I'd rather have just been given a 10, 20 pound note that said, "There you go, go buy something for yourself." Body washes are kind of like we don't care, um, and maybe you smell a bit, so you need to try and wash a bit more. So we're going to give you some more stuff. So yeah, kind of Christmas is a little bit of a boring event at the moment. Obviously, I, I'd imagine it'll pick up as I get older and have kids, but I don't know how how long that is away. Um, also Christmas, also Christmas, I, I don't drink, um, so, you know, we don't get into the whole wake up at 10 o'clock or whenever you wake up, open your presents, um, and then crack open the sherry at 1 o'clock, we just don't do that, it's, you know, I did have a, a little bit of Baileys for, for dinner, but it's more really to settle my cold. Than anything um, one thing that you know uh, did make me laugh my mum came through to me um, it was about four o'clock we just finished dinner she goes oh no no I've missed the Queen's speech who listens to the Queen's speech who, who cares what the Queen has got to say you know I, I don't really listen to politics and getting like involved with what I think is best and how the country should be run because what's the point? They all promise the earth. They all promise to make all these changes and it just never happens. So what what's a fifteen minute speech or however long it is by the Queen going to going to do? It's a little bit pointless, but you know, I told her if she's quick she could catch it on a plus one. She didn't bother. Um, so then, after Christmas, obviously, it, it annoys me because everything's sent to shit. You know, you don't know when the buses run, you don't know when the shops are open, what times are open. It just throws everything out, and it's it's annoying. Um, same around New Year. Well, it's not so bad around New Year because you know places still open New Year's Day. Um, you kind of know that New Year's Day is going to be kind of like your. Sunday opening hours for shops and you can work around that. 
But New Year's Eve is another one that uh, I kind of don't really bother with anymore. Uh, probably so much so that um, the reason is because I'm not drinking anymore. There's no, you know, I have no reason to think that New Year's Eve should represent any changes. It's going to be the only landmark that I can apply change to myself. This is such a stupid idea. It's a new year, a new start. For fuck's sake. You wake up every day, it's a new day. Make a change on, new, on any day that you want. But people do it, don't they? They, they say, oh, it's a new year, I'm going to get fit. And you see an influx of people go to the gym. I made that decision on July the 5th. You don't have to wait till New Year to make uh, <laughs> a new resolution. It's, it's a daft concept, isn't it? I don't know why people do it. But um, New Year's Eve, I used to think, you know, we'll go out and uh, go out with my friends and drink. Uh, if you've ever been out in your local town centre, city centre, wherever it may be, on New Year's Eve and try to have a drink, it's ridiculous. So many people so expensive uh, I just don't now see the points so I would much rather go and have a few drinks at a friend's house sit down and chat um, cause you don't pay the extortionate prices you don't bumble into idiots in town um, and you know it's comfortable well, I know I'm sounding old but the way I believe it and I just don't see the interest on in going out on New Year's Eve um, now on my other kind of podcast that I'll be releasing called um, called An Ordinary Life well, the first episode which will be aired will be um, about alcohol and you can hopefully see from my discussions that um, the reasons why drinking to me isn't so important um, so we will talk about it in more detail but yeah to summarise Christmas and New Year to me really is a bit of a pointless holiday also um, another gripe for me on New Year's resolutions now you'll probably hear if I was to ask you know most of the people who go out on New Year's Eve, what the New Year's resolutions would be. They would be, well, I'm going to stop drinking so much. I'm not going to get drunk. You know, I want to be more responsible. So drinking will kind of uh, have to um, slow down. Okay, that's, that's, that's a viable New Year's resolution. I, I, you know, I can accept that. That's a good one. But then I see that they uh, they go out on New Year's Eve, get slaughtered, and um, I think to myself, well, what are you doing? What's happened to your resolutions? Obviously, resolutions mean nothing to you because your new year starts at, I don't know, a second past midnight. And I can guarantee you, if you are going out on New Year's Eve to celebrate... The, the turn of the year, you are most likely going to be drunk at midnight. A second past midnight, you do not snap and become undrunk. So straight away, 
You've broken your New Year's resolution. What, what was the point in setting it? It's broken. So people say to me, you know, what's your, what's your New Year's resolution? And I think, well, I, I like to give something a bit more achievable. It's probably the same every year. You know, I, I used to say, you know, go to the gym a bit more, eat healthily. Can't stick by those. I have no willpower to to go to the gym. I, I go to the gym on and off in the year, but it's it's more off than on, if I'm honest. And um, eating healthily, um, kind of when you're at home, uh, living with your parents, it's a little bit hard to do, um, especially with my mum. Um, now she's from the Philippines and she does like to cook. And um, you know, she's the first person uh, to point out and kind of mock the fact that I might be putting on a little bit of weight. Look at you. Jeans aren't fitting. You need to lose weight. Well, thanks for the observation, Mum. Yeah, I, I probably understand where you're coming from. You know, it has just been Christmas. and you know, Most people put on weight. But even when it's not Christmas, it's... She'll, she'll quickly point it out, like... Your clothes aren't fitting. You know, your belly's poking out. But what, what she doesn't understand is that for people to get fat is a um, result of what they eat. And oh, she doesn't understand the concept that if at dinner time you're eating at, I don't know, half past eight at night, you cannot be having a plate full of carbs. And, you know, if that's not bad enough, it's kind of the chocolate cake that comes out. Now, this isn't like a once a week occurrence that would probably be acceptable in most households. It's every night, every night. Would you want some chocolate cake? No, I wouldn't. You've already pointed out the fact to me that my um, belly's starting to stick out a little bit more, apparently. What do you think chocolate cake's gonna do? It's, um. And then I'll get the guilt trip. Now, I understand that there's children starving in India, Africa, you know, third world countries. I, I get that concept. And she'll say to me, well, there's children out there who are starving that, you know, would give their right arm to have a plate of food like you've got in front of you or you know, a bit of chocolate cake. Oh well, yeah, I, I absolutely get that. But what they don't have is a mother in their ear telling them they're getting fat and then putting some chocolate cake under their nose but new year's resolutions or just general resolutions is quite of a simple um, message for me uh, it's going to be one resolution and it's you know, just to enjoy myself a bit more, be a bit happier. You know, I've experienced a lot of um, change in the last two years and it's things that I've had to adjust to. But um, if this experience in the last two years has taught me anything, it's, uh, you know, life is, life does go quickly. Um, 
life does tend to pass you by if you just let it so it's just to be be happier and kind of take the chances and make the most of opportunities that are given to me um, I think that's a, a viable uh, New Year's resolution that hopefully I'll stick to so thank you for listening that's been the first podcast of my observations um, hopefully you enjoyed it hopefully you can relate and it is intended to be um, humorous if you didn't laugh I apologise I failed you but um, hopefully you know, you've enjoyed it um, and I'll be doing some more of these observation podcasts as and when um, I've got topics to talk about but in the meantime um, I hope you've all had um, a very good Christmas and hopefully you'll have a very happy new year <laughs>